When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until four, so. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job or a new full-time role, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com. That's ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. We are officially... One week away from the first round of the NFL draft, the drama continues to build as to what the San Francisco 49ers are going to do with the third pick. If you look at the odds markets and use that as a gauge of what might be occurring, they are roughly 50-50 on their split as it pertains to what is likely to end up as the number three overall pick. Is it going to be Justin Fields? Or is it going to be Mac Jones? That is the latest number I am looking right now uh, at the FanDuel betting markets for the number three overall pick. Justin Fields plus 105, Mac Jones plus 115. By the way, Trey Lance plus two. By the way, Trey Lance plus 270. But that is an effective dead heat between those guys. Uh, Mac Jones and Justin Fields as what's going to happen at number three, but also that then dictates what might happen at four, five, six, on down the line, because if Justin Fields is not the draft pick of the San Francisco 49ers, there are several teams, reportedly among them the Denver Broncos, that might be interested in trading up to go grab Justin Fields, potentially as early as number four with the pick that the Atlanta Falcons have there. Uh, Right now, the Atlanta Falcons are favored to draft Kyle Pitts. 
but I think that would be potentially thrown into an uproar because they would have a lot of suitors at that spot otherwise. So that whole nexus there of the range of three and four and how exactly that might break down really kind of is the crucible moment, the uh, the nexus, so to speak, uh, the linchpin of exactly what could end up happening in uh, the NFL draft. So we certainly are breaking that down. Uh, my thanks to Shannon Spake, who we had on in the first hour. Appreciate her. Appreciate you guys uh, for all the positive feedback that we get from uh, her hits. Jonathan Hutton from the Outkick 360 is going to join us shortly. He has a big announcement about a new podcast that is going to be uh, dropping from the OutKick uh, universe that he will be responsible for. It involves the NFL. It's going to be weekly. I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. It's going to make you smarter about the NFL product overall. He's excited to announce that. Uh, And so uh, he's going to break that news with us here on the program in a few minutes. But I did want to unpack what Shannon Spake was talking about in our conversation that we had about the O.J. Simpson case and also the Derek Chauvin case and the fact that we are talking about 26 years from October of 1995, for those of you who are old enough to remember that, all the way up now uh, to April of 2021, basically 26 years between those cases. And I think probably those two cases are the most watched verdicts that have occurred on television that have connected in a big way with a larger national audience. And I was curious, as I thought about it, what those two cases told us about the American judicial system. And I do think there is a fascinating window to consider both of them and explore them. And let me try to make sense of it for you here. If you go back, let me take a step back. This is me both talking as a lawyer and a student of the law. In other words, I respect the court system as a licensed attorney in multiple jurisdictions in this country. And as I told you on yesterday's program, I believe, despite the fact that many would have you not believe it, I believe that our courts are becoming better at providing equal justice to all every single year as we move into the future. I think our courts are better now than they were in the 1700s. I think they are better now than they were in the 1800s. I think they are better now than they were in the 1900s. And I think they are better now in uh, the 2000s than they were uh, when I was a kid, right? That is my belief. But I do think there are interesting connections between the O.J. Simpson case and the Derek Chauvin case in this 26-year window. O.J. Simpson, if you look at all of the evidence, and we don't need to relitigate it, but the people versus O.J. Simpson came on, a lot of you out there are young enough that you don't really remember the O.J. Simpson case because it's been 26 years. I remember exactly where I was when that verdict came down. I was a junior in high school at Martin Luther King High School in downtown Nashville, Tennessee. And I remember everybody reacting uh, in in both joy and disbelief and anger. There were a lot of different variety of actions and reactions 
based on O.J. Simpson. And 26 years later, I think most people can look back on it, and I would say there somewhere is around a 90% agreement that O.J. Simpson is responsible for the murder of Nicole Brown Simpson and Ronald Goldman, that he killed both of them in cold blood, and that he should have been convicted of both of those murders. That it was a failure of the prosecution, that the jury uh, was able to buy into what was really not a substantial amount of reasonable doubt. If you remember that case at all, if the glove fits... Uh, If the glove doesn't fit, you must acquit. Johnny Cochran was O.J. Simpson's lawyer, and he managed to convince the jury that there was some sort of conspiracy against O.J. Simpson, that there was racism involved in the investigation, and that as a result, O.J. Simpson was not responsible for the murder of either of these people, that somebody else did it, and that he was able to create enough reasonable doubt that someone else was to blame. All of the evidence is pretty clear that O.J. Simpson was the killer here. And all the DNA evidence and everything else that surrounds that case. And if you want to read a fantastic book, Jeffrey Tubin's The People versus O.J. Simpson, I think that's what, it called, what it's called. Dub, look the title up for that book. They based the FX series uh, that was very popular on the O.J. Simpson case on that book that Jeffrey Tubin wrote, which was basically a behind-the-scenes look. He had access to the judge, Lance Ito, back in that case. Uh, the, the, both the defense and the prosecution talked to him behind the scenes, and it is a fabulous book. If you are at all interested in potentially being a lawyer and you want to read an incredible portrait of Los Angeles in that year and in that era surrounding O.J. Simpson, The Run of His Life is the name of this book, The People versus O.J. Simpson. Phenomenal book. We may need to start a book club, by the way. The audience getting big enough at OutKick. I love to read. Uh, I'm always trying to read a couple of books at the same time, expand my uh, my universe. The People versus O.J. Simpson. Uh, again, The Run of His Life, The People versus O.J. Simpson. It is an unbelievable, unbelievable story. And I would encourage you to go read that book. But O.J. Simpson, I believe, guilty. And I believe the way that O.J. Simpson was able to avoid responsibility for his guilt was by putting the American judicial system on trial. And the American judicial system, there is no doubt about it, has a history and legacy of racism, particularly uh, in the 1800s and in the first half of the 20th century. And so O.J. Simpson was able to be found not guilty because of the legacy of racism that exists in this country. That was effectively the Johnny Cochran ploy that he was able to create and convince the jury that O.J. Simpson, there was a reasonable doubt that he didn't do it based on not the O.J. case itself, but based on the lingering history of racism in the judicial system. I believe the jury got that case wrong based on all the evidence all the time that I have spent looking at it. Now, larger context. Larger context, 26 years later, I believe that the Derek Chauvin case, the George Floyd case, so captivated so many people because 
of that same racial tension and dynamic that existed in the O.J. Simpson case 26 years ago. O.J. Simpson killed two people, happened to be white, black man gets away with their murder. White police officer Derek Chauvin, George Floyd, black uh, victim of the case. And the case effectively came down to a really difficult standard. And the standard was what exactly caused Derek, uh, the George Floyd's death? Did Derek Chauvin kill George Floyd? And when you were in law school, you learn a case that I think is a little bit instructive in terms of this case. You learn a thin-skulled plaintiff case. If you're not familiar with that idea, the idea is that if someone has a thin skull and some small number of people out there have thin skulls, and what that means is they are more susceptible to being struck in their head and have more severe injuries than a person with a normal skull would. And the court had to grapple in that case with whether or not you should be responsible if you injure someone who happens to have a thin skull because in a normal situation, a quote-unquote normal person would not have been injured. And the court said, well, you are responsible because of the, it's, it's, it's a famous case, the thin skull rule. And I thought about that case in the context of the George Floyd and Derek Chauvin case in that George Floyd was certainly under the influence in some way of drugs. And the question that the defense tried to ask was, what killed George Floyd? Was it the drugs or was it the behavior of Derek Chauvin? And the prosecution effectively argued the thin skull plaintiff angle saying, Yes, George Floyd may have had extenuating circumstances in his health that put him in danger, but Derek Chauvin's actions, if he had not done what he did, George Floyd would still be alive, and the jury believed that. What I would say that these cases represent over the course of 26 years is I think the jury was not as influenced by race in the case of Derek Chauvin as they were in the case of O.J. Simpson. O.J. Simpson, I think, got off because of a legacy of racism in our country. I don't think the legacy of racism impacted as much Derek Chauvin in this particular case. What is fascinating to think about is, if I am right, it would reflect that we are actually, even though there's a lot of noise, And even though there is a lot of anger, and even though there is every single day a lot of discord in this country, it would actually reflect that we are moving in a more positive direction over these 26 years as a country, notwithstanding the daily tumult. Because I will tell you this, can you imagine the O.J. Simpson verdict on social media? Can you imagine the reaction to that case today? when everyone immediately took to social media to react to it? It's wild to even think about. Just wanted you to put that in the back of your mind. I do think that the conversation I have with Shannon Spake in the first hour led me more to think about it. I talked about this uh, Wednesday afternoon on my afternoon show that I do, uh, and I do think it uh, it is utterly intriguing in general. 
When we come back, we're going to dive back into the NFL draft one week from today. Jonathan Hutton, OutKick360, breaking that down with us and announcing a brand new show. This is OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool to finish the job stop by o'reilly auto parts and ask about their loaner tool program simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool then get your deposit back when it's returned need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly the professional parts people at o'reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play, you call every shot, from choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest, GameBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and who doesn't want better sex? But if you have ED, you may be struggling and dragging your feet on solving the problem. Don't put off having a better sex life any longer. Check out Him Sex Choose and bring a new level of excitement and confidence to your sex life. The process is simple and 100% online, no uncomfortable doctor's visits. No insurance is needed. Pay one low price for your treatments, online visits, ongoing shipments, and provider messaging. Hims has hundreds of thousands of trusted subscribers, so if ED is getting getting you down it's time to change that start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash two pros that's himscom slash two pros for your personalized ed treatment options hymns.com slash two pros prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply see website for details and important safety information subscription required price varies based on product and subscription plan sex choose are compounded products and have not been approved by the FDA. The FDA does not verify the safety or effectiveness of compounded drugs. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Bridgestone tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended and installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their bridgestone test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be we are joined now by a member of the Outkick 360. He is Jonathan Hutton. Hutton, uh, trying to contextualize big-time trial verdicts and everybody sitting around and watching them. And for those of my audience who are old enough to remember the O.J. Simpson verdict, which came down in October of 1995, I was just talking about that at the top of the second hour in connection with the Derek Chauvin-George uh, Floyd case. And I'm curious, do you remember where you were when the O.J. Simpson verdict came down? And do you believe that there is any connection there in terms of this might be the most people that have watched a verdict in basically a quarter century? Dub mentioned Casey Anthony, and that obviously was a uh, really wildly followed story. I don't think it had the same sort of resonance that the O.J. Simpson case did or the Derek Chauvin, George Floyd uh, case. To me, this is probably the biggest verdict to come down that everybody's watching since October of 1995. Do you remember where you were for the O.J. Simpson verdict? Uh, vividly, Clay. Uh, good morning. I, um, Yeah, so I was in fifth or sixth grade, and in fifth grade, actually, and it, it 30-minute intervals is, is how we took our school lunches to the school cafeteria. Yep. Um, and I remember that day we all went to lunch at the same time and just stuck in that. We, we just stayed in the in the cafeteria together as an entire middle school watching the verdict on these little roll-away televisions that yes. were like, you know, 21-inch. Oh, yeah. The um, roll-away it, television is such yeah. a, like an iconic, nostalgic thought. They used to have to roll in the television so you could watch them. And, you know, the, the cafeteria ladies, the, the, the teachers, the, the principal, the assistant principal all gathered around. All the kids acted like they knew what the hell was going on. You know, it, like the younger kids, I'm saying. Um, and... I just remember sitting there. We're eating like uh, the little rectangle slice pizzas, <laughs> and, uh, and the the verdict came down, and people went crazy in the cafeteria. Yeah, you know, and, and the, the people lost their minds. They couldn't believe it. I, I remember some some people were some of the the adults were celebrating. Others like put their hands behind their head, like, "Wow, what did we just watch?" Uh, reality television was born then throughout that entire trial. And, and it wasn't just the verdict for that trial. We we were in the cafeteria that week and the week prior, and they would have it on while we're eating lunch. Like the teachers had to watch it uh, because they were so enthralled with the day-by-day coverage of this that went on forever. 
you know, that's the big difference between the two trials is the length of the trial. Um, the, both verdicts were returned quickly. Uh, and I agree with you on, on the coverage of it because, you know, the national anchors across the board um, with, on Tuesday were, were on top of this. Uh, Casey Anthony was a big trial. I don't remember CBS breaking in live with their national news anchor and correspondence galore across the, across the board and boots on the ground, so to speak. I, it was a, a bit different reaction and a feel to it than this. And I'm, I'm right there with you. And, and, and I will always remember where I was uh, for, for those years, for the O.J. Simpson verdict and then 9-11. Th- those are the two for me. You know, others is the Challenger uh, explosion. It, there, there are just vivid memories growing up, and the O.J. verdict is, is definitely right there at the top. It, it is interesting to think about all the different events that have happened. That's actually a, a really intriguing radio topic in general i can remember because you just mentioned it i was old enough to remember where i was when the challenger exploded uh i certainly am old enough to remember where i was for the oj simpson trial and for 9 11 i was on television live on fox bet live for the Derek chauvin reaction so i i wasn't watching the uh, the actual verdict come down but it is fascinating to think about events that you remember in sort of a kaleidoscopic fashion or in your mind's eye exactly where you were and what was taking place when uh, when those events occurred and uh, for many people this will be one of them all right much less serious than that we are officially one week away from the nfl draft i love it we are doing uh you me uh and chad withrow as a part of OutKick, we are doing a first-round sort of draft party, for lack of a better way to describe it, in downtown Nashville, uh, where we all live. People will be able to come, watch the draft, have some drinks, chill with us. How excited are you for the NFL draft in a, a week from now? And which pick has you the most intrigued, which team's position, as you look ahead and think about what might be happening? I'm thrilled for it. This will be the first like draft party I've been a part of um, because I've been on the air, Clay, for the last 15 years with Titans Radio. Like During the first round, during the, the first four rounds, we went pick by pick every year. Uh, so I'm, I'm thrilled. Like I, I can't wait to sit back and enjoy it with, with listeners, with, with friends, and, and do a, a show or two with you and, and Chad and, and just see what happens here. I I'm intrigued with Atlanta. We talked about that at our last visit just because of the, the options that they have and the calls that they're getting to move up. It would be the first time ever, as I'm sure you've pointed out, that if someone trades into the Atlanta spot and drafts a quarterback, that we would have four straight quarterbacks to begin the NFL draft. Yes. Three has happened twice. We've never seen four. And that leads us to Cincinnati. And they actually have a very interesting dilemma themselves because – they can take the best offensive tackle in Panay Sewell and protect Joe Burrow, who's coming off the ACL injury, who's a very mobile quarterback, and they get a tall, big, massive, athletic left tackle. Or they can take Jamar Chase, who is the best wide receiver, and pair him with their franchise quarterback. Um, both help the quarterback, which helps more, and which helps the coach and, and the, the decision makers keep their jobs longer. Uh, in a win now scenario where you have your quarterback in place and now it's time to go win games in a tough Which division. would you take? I, I would protect the quarterback first 
because I think Burrow is talented enough to lift the receivers around him. Um, so I, I would protect him, especially for a quarterback that likes to boot and get out of the pocket. Um, Sewell is athletic. Sewell reminds me of Lawan in that in that respect. I don't know if he has the mean streak of a Taylor Lawan, but Lawan is one of the more athletic players, not just on his line, but on the entire team, pound for pound. And, and the Titans roster we're speaking of. Uh, Sewell is regarded as one of those athletic uh, left tackles. So at the tackle spot, I would want that. I would require that at the left tackle spot for Joe Burrow. Uh, I would start there because this is a great draft for wide receiver, not so deep at the, at the tackle position. And with the fifth pick, I, I need to make sure I have elite talent on the line. So I would start there. It's boring, but I think it helps them. Uh, it, it helps them structure that offense better. Uh, even though Jamar Chase is, to me, the, the going away, the, the best wide receiver to select right now. And then after that, it's wide open for the defensive players. I think a lot of defensive players are going to fall uh, because of the wide receiver position. I think teams are going to chase that spot. Uh, and then uh, it's not necessarily a team as much as it is a player. Najee Harris, where is he going to end up, and is he a first-round pick? Some think we will not see a running back selected in round one. Others think that uh, he's a perfect Pitt, Pittsburgh Steeler for, for what they need um, and, and would give them options. Uh, Atlanta is interesting. Atlanta desperately needs a run game. If they trade out a pick number four and fall back to the middle or back half of the first round, are they in the mix for Najee Harris because of Arthur Smith's dealings with Derrick Henry and how they use backs? Um, that, that one player is intriguing because of the, the versatility he brings to the position, Clay, uh, and as, as we know as SEC fans. And in, in a, a league that, you know, five years ago, we would have said there's no way a first-round running back is going to be selected. Now I think teams see more value in that and what they can do versatile-wise to their offense. Harris is, is one of those intriguing players. I'm not saying he's drafted in the first round. But I do think teams are in love with him because of the, the options that he brings to their quarterback. And if you're not chasing a quarterback, you're chasing an option to make your quarterback much better than he already is. Right now, the only running back that is forecast, according to odds makers, to be drafted in the first round is Najee Harris. And like you said, it's possible there'll be no running backs at all. Certainly last year was the final pick, wasn't it? The Kansas City Chiefs took yes, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Otherwise, there wouldn't have been a running back taken in the first round last year. We're talking to Jonathan Hutton, outkick 360. If you had to buy stock right now, looking out one week in advance of the quarterbacks that we know are going to go in the first round, we know for sure there are going to be five guys that go in the first round, right? Maybe six. Who would you buy stock in right now? Wait, aside from Trevor Lawrence, because I, yeah, I, think I mean, he, I, even even yeah. even though he's going number one overall, I still think if you look at the history of number one overall draft picks, they aren't any kind of certainty. So, yeah, if you're very confident in Trevor Lawrence, let's take him off the board and look at the other four. I'm confident in Lawrence because I'm confident in Urban Meyer, which I think is is uh, not not a, a, a popular opinion. I think a lot of people think Urban Meyer is going the way of Nick Saban in the NFL. But the difference is he has Trevor Lawrence, and he, he yes. also has a track record of, of being very good with quarterbacks. So I like that pairing uh, in, in Jacksonville where you have a generational guy paired with a, a head coach who's known for great quarterback development. 
after him, I'm buying stock in Justin Fields because I feel like his stock has been very low and has great value right now. With his athleticism, he has one of the best arms of this entire class. Um, and, and, and again, like I, I, I like the fact that he played big-time college football and there's a big body of work to, to assess compared to those uh, that w- we're comparing him to among these five overall. Justin Fields, to me, with just a, an overall uh, outstanding athletic skill set for the position, I'm buying stock in him no matter where he falls and the fact that I don't think he's going to New York, uh, which, which again, I, I mentioned this. It, the, the Jets' aura around Zach Wilson just ruins it for me because they ruin quarterbacks no matter who's coaching. <laughs> and, uh, and, and for that, I would if Justin Fields ends up in San Francisco, if he's in Atlanta, uh, if he falls down a, a bit and we see a team trade up for him, uh, the, the value in him versus a player in New York with the Jets is much, much higher. That's why I would buy that stock. We're talking to Jonathan Hudden now, Kick360. You have got a cool podcast that is going to be developing and, uh, and beginning and debuting, I should say, as a part of the Outkick Podcast Network, and it begins today, this afternoon, I think. What is it? What do you think people will be able to find from it, and, uh, and, and what are they going to enjoy from it? The Cosell Files with Greg Cosell of NFL Films. He is the longest longest running employee at NFL Films over four decades working for the league and for NFL Films where he does nothing but grind tape. If you are an X's and O's fan, if you like listening to that because you want to get smarter on the game of football, if you want to know exactly why a receiver ran the wrong route, or what a coach was thinking on third and seven, handing off to his running back against a four-man front, Cosell's able to tell you that. And every week, exclusively on OutKick, we will bring the Cosell files to you. It's going to drop every Thursday afternoon. Uh, file one, we're calling it File One, drops today. And that will be out around 4 p.m. Eastern. We're thrilled for this. Uh, it's, a good, it's going to be available audio and video, OutKick.com, and wherever you download your podcasts. What will the topics look like in today's podcast that's dropping at 4 Eastern? What can people expect to see there? We're breaking down all five quarterbacks, uh, starting with Trevor Lawrence, but going all the way through Mac Jones and the limited amount of film on Trey Lance, how the evaluation process goes for a quarterback who is so dominant at his level of football that it's literally one read, and normally it's the right read, or it's take off and go, and how that translates to the NFL. Beyond that, there is a group of corners in the draft that will set the second portion of the first round for a lot of teams. And how far will some really good corners fall? We're going to see Patrick Sertan in the, in, in the top ten. Beyond that, how many teams are going to maneuver to get a top-end corner that is great on press man coverage against some of the top wideouts that we've seen in this draft? So, we break down the quarterbacks and those defending those passes in episode one of the Cosell Files. That is awesome. Uh, well, I'll be listening. I'm excited to check that out. Four o'clock Eastern. And also, you said there's going to be video, so it'll be up on OutKick as well uh, if people are not necessarily podcast crews and they just want to get information about the quarterbacks and the corners as they get ready. We're one week officially away from the first round of the NFL draft. Absolutely, and it's exclusive to OutKick. This is uh, credit to you and, and the great staff. Like we, we're growing, and uh, th- this is one great example of that. This is every week 
uh, of the year, 52 weeks. So we'll take you from the draft all the way through the regular season, postseason, rinse, repeat. Uh, every single Thursday of the year, it's going to be available. That is awesome. I'm excited for that. Um, and that is Jonathan Hutton and Greg Cosell uh, inside of the NFL every single Thursday, both on Outkick.com and a podcast. I'll certainly be tweeting out the link to that. Uh, finally, you and I and Chad Withrow are going to be up in Knoxville this weekend. We're doing an event, the spring game. A lot of people are excited about the spring games that are going on in college football. That should be fun. Uh, and we invite anybody to come out and uh, we're going to be hanging out uh, quite a bit on saturday as a part of that event old city sports bar is where we're located i think we get going there around 12 o'clock right around noon and we'll stick around all the way up until the the start of the orange and white game maybe a little bit beyond uh depending on the weather have you seen the weather for knoxville Uh, yeah it's not i haven't been paying a lot of attention to it but i know because i've been uh you know i'm coaching little league baseball so uh, the first thing that I do now, uh, given the fact that we got a couple of different games going on, is check and see whether or not we're going to get rained out. And it looks like it's going to be raining all day Saturday uh, in both Nashville and uh, in Knoxville. So we'll see exactly how that shakes out. Yeah, perfect perfect setting for, for quite the conditions with their roster right now. And yeah. uh, I'm intrigued about the quarterbacks. Like I, I'm, I'm really pumped to just go watch them attempt to – complete some passes to see why they continue to add quarterbacks to their to their room so uh that's the big storyline on the hill and uh i can't wait to get down there and and hang out with uh, some some of our readers some of our, our our viewers from outkick outstanding stuff jonathan hutton we will talk to you hopefully again next week but i can't wait to check out the new podcast breaking down quarterbacks and corners uh it'll be up on outkick.com as well as everywhere you can find a podcast and it'll be up uh, later this afternoon good stuff as always my man Yeah, thank you, Clay. I'll I'll enjoy listening to the rest of the show, and I'll see you this weekend. This is Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool to finish the job stop by o'reilly auto parts and ask about their loaner tool program simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool then get your deposit back when it's returned need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly the professional parts people at o'reilly 
O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2Pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2Pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play, you call every shot, from choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest, GameBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of general tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their general tires test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be LeBron James in a pressure-packed and boiler uh, room feel where there's so much tension and it's palpable right now and everybody is just waiting for an opportunity or a reason to be angry. LeBron James went on Twitter yesterday afternoon and sent a tweet which is so utterly indefensible that the fact that you're not going to hear any other sports media member probably mention it shows you how indefensible it was. And I'm going to unpack this in a big way in the third hour of the program if you're not super familiar with it. But there was a brewing situation potentially in Columbus, Ohio. An allegation was made that a white police officer shot a black teenager, a woman, and that it was unjustified. And as a result, there was a protest that was on the precipice of beginning. To their credit, the city of Columbus, Ohio, had police officer cameras, body cameras, and in the shooting, they had grabbed the footage of the police officer and they released it as rapidly as they could in order for people to be able to see it. What that footage shows 
is that a Columbus, Ohio police officer who happens to be white, although his race in no way should be significant here, arrives to find two girls fighting. Really, women, because he doesn't know how old they are. He doesn't know any of the circumstances other than when he arrives there, what appears to be a fully grown woman is holding a knife and attempting to stab another woman to death. Both of these women are black, not that their race should matter in this particular circumstance either, and I'm going to discuss that in a smart and intelligent way to begin the third hour. I'm going to put my lawyer hat on for you, and I want you to follow along with me. When the officer sees that the woman who is armed with a large knife is lunging towards the other woman, refusing to drop her knife, he is afraid that the unarmed woman is going to be stabbed to death. He then decides to fire his weapon to protect the unarmed woman. In firing his weapon, he kills the woman who was armed and trying to kill the other woman. You can watch it all for yourself. You don't have to take my word for it. To the credit of the city of Columbus and thankfully for that police officer, he was wearing a camera and you can all go see his perspective as this is playing out. LeBron James goes on Twitter and posts a picture of the police officer going full Al Sharpton on us and says effectively that He believes that the police officer should be held accountable. In particular, what LeBron tweets, and I am reading directly from it, you're next, all caps, with an hourglass, which, by the way, could be seen as a threat. Hashtag accountability with a still frame of the Columbus, Ohio police officer who, as I said, happens to be a white man. LeBron James has since deleted that tweet, but not before many people, thankfully, who still have functioning brains in this society, decided to hold him accountable. Not surprisingly, none of those people holding him accountable are actually in the sports media because most people in sports media exist to coddle privileged, powerful athletes as opposed to speak truth to their power. But the National Fraternal Order of Police, uh, the largest police union in the United States that represents 356,000 everyday heroes, as they say in their Twitter uh, bio, tagged LeBron James and said, at King James, with his vast resources and influence, should educate himself and frankly has a responsibility to do so on the facts before weighing in. This is disgraceful and extremely reckless. The officer saved a young girl's life. No amount of gaslighting will change that fact. LeBron should be ashamed of himself. He is peddling racial division in a time when we need racial congruity. When people, white, black, Asian, and Hispanic, need to come together, LeBron is peddling division. That is his brand. Identity politics is LeBron James's brand. And he has peddled identity politics to such an extent that he has destroyed much of the goodwill that used to exist for the NBA 
because many NBA players like Lemmings have followed LeBron James right off the cliff into the identity politics disaster. It's because of behavior like this that many sports fans who had been lifelong NBA fans have turned away from the league. It's why the league keeps setting new lows because players like LeBron James keep going lower and they keep sending more incendiary, more unintelligent, and more divisive tweets like the one that he sent yesterday. And he should be being crushed. Instead, most people in my industry won't say a single word about it. When we come back at the top of the third hour of the program, get your popcorn because I'm about to make an unbelievably brilliant, hate to brag on myself, but an unbelievably brilliant point that you're probably not going to hear anyone else, anywhere else. I'm going to make sense of the world. This is OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.